0: Welcome to On Another Note with Doug and Judy. Hi, Doug. It's Hi, been Judy. a while.
1: Yeah, what have you been up to? I mean, it's been almost two months since we recorded. Obviously we haven't seen each other in that two months. Apparently right? not. Otherwise we would have been recording.
0: Well, yeah, we've got so much to talk about. We do. I bet people missed us.
1: Yeah, what's on the list to talk about? What are we going like can we give can we give people kind of an overview of what's gonna happen in the episode? Or is is it going to be really organic?
0: I, I think it's going to be pretty organic, but, um, you know, what's happened in the two months or so, almost two months since we, you know, talked, I, it's all all about school.
1: It is all about school. Yeah. And we're both involved in music education.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and your involvement has changed a little bit this year. You have a new job. I
0: do. So
1: what can you tell us about what's been going on with that since August?
0: Well, you know, having been in the classroom for almost 30 years, this is quite the change. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still teaching. It's just at a different level. So I am the brand new music teacher leader for my school district. And it's, um, I get to work. Sounds fancy. It does sound very fancy. I get to work at the district office. Don't tell. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's one of those things where. Where you, you talk about those people at the district office, and now I'm one of them.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I could go to the dark side and be...
0: I just I never love could it. do that. I love it. And you know what I found out? It's really interesting. I've always said that you never know what's going on unless you get into the middle of it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like you can true. look You can look at it from the outside, and you can make some assumptions and observations and all those things. But until you're in the middle of it, you really don't know what people are, are up to. And I have been so impressed with the people who work in the curriculum department at my school district because it is like I mean since school started and of course we're on this synchronous uh, in school out of school thing going on here. Um,
1: so wait a minute. So you have so students are live in the classroom and yes. then simultaneously yes there are some students that are learning from home
0: right and the teacher is expected. To teach both groups at the same time through Zoom um, and another um, platform that uh, we call uh, Synergy, and um, all of this works together. And they have to have to teach class, and it's craziness. And I'm watching these people in the curriculum department like something out of NASA. I mean, they're like sitting and and problem solving and troubleshooting and and they're recreating scenarios and all of these things and contacting teachers and visiting teachers and helping them get through this thing it is an amazing place. Well, it's,
1: it, teachers definitely need support uh, right now from all sides. <laughs> it's oh, it's a really yeah. tough job.
0: Absolutely. So, it's actually kind of an honor to be a part of that just, you know, it, it's like this is a time when teachers really need help and being the only music teacher leader um and having a great supervisor it's more of a team kind of thing um you know we're doing our best to help as many teachers as we can so That's what's really the
1: common. what would be the biggest thing that you've learned so far you think
0: about
1: about your job or about just being out of the classroom and seeing things from this vantage point I mean, you already kind of shared a little bit mm-hmm. but is there something else that's just been a big aha for you
0: i th- i think for me i've learned that um teachers need encouragement um they need to know that what they're doing is okay mm-hmm. and that it's not going to look the same as it as it would normally look in a classroom like most of the teachers elementary teachers are on a cart and going from classroom to classroom and so, you know, trying to recreate what they would do in their own classroom is just not going to happen. And they are just going to have to keep things simple and take care of themselves and take care of their students and work on the fundamental important things in the subject matter. And my job I've learned is just to not I don't want to be call it a cheerleader, but an encourager and tell them when they're doing great things and and tell them when you know hey maybe if you you know pulled away from this a little bit it's a little too much you're fine, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm finding out that my younger teachers are just running with this thing. You know, first-year teachers, they don't know any better, right? So they're just like, well, let's try this. And they get on the computer, and if it works, yay, and if it doesn't, then they tweak. And um, so technology is something that um, I think is an advantage for them. But, um, yeah, and and I get to go into these teachers' classrooms and see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I've got some brilliant teachers. Right. there's some really cool stuff going on i kind of wish i was still teaching so i could steal some ideas oh
1: i don't know i don't know that you still wish you were teaching we've had that talk a few <laughs> oh, times oh there's I that
0: itch know. sometimes though when i see something they do i go "Ooh, i'd like to try that
1: i could understand that yeah i could see that
0: and then then i realize i don't get to do that but yeah but I, I like what i'm doing and i like who i'm working with so yeah cool fun Great. so how about you since all this craziness started
1: it's been an interesting ride um I work with a major university band program, and our conference uh, decided to. Well, they talked about canceling, delaying, whatever you want to call the beginning of football season. A lot of what I do is athletic band related, and so that meant there weren't any sports to perform for or prepare for. Um, They altered our our calendar, academic calendar at the university, so. We weren't able to have our marching band camp like we normally do. Um, it really, it really disrupted a lot of things. It's mm-hmm. like they moved our cheese, and then they moved it again, <laughs> and then they cut it in half, and they threw half of it away, <laughs> and then the other half went bad, and you couldn't eat it anymore. You had to scrape the green stuff off. It was very, oh uh, very interesting, but we're, I think we're making the best of it, mm-hmm. um, and so we are. Um, we kind of changed our focus. Instead of being uh, football rah rah focused, we focused back on our own students more. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to make sure that we wanted to try to offer them still a marching band experience without the football.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, because it's a class, after because all. Because it is
1: a class, and, mm-hmm. and just because football is canceled or put on hold. Um, It didn't mean we weren't going to meet we were going to go ahead and and have class so Mm -hmm. so anyway we've been working on a program and it is actually 2020 themed and it deals Mm -hmm. with the pandemic it deals with trying to lift each other up um we also have like uh one of the big pop tunes from the summer that we're working on and then we're also doing we're addressing the social justice part of the reckoning that our nation's been going through so Wow. They're four standalone productions, um, and we're going to release them via video. Uh, it won't be a live performance with an audience or anything. But the first time we got the band together was a couple weeks into school, and they played the fight song. Mm-hmm. Was really moving. Yeah, and uh, not only for them for, but for me to have something that that kind of brought me back home a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It just felt like kind of an exile. And so that that's one thing about music, that it can do that for us. You know, smells are a big trigger. Music's a big trigger. Mm-hmm. You hear a song on the radio and immediately, you know, you're transported back to being a 17-year-old.
0: Oh, yeah, um, powerful stuff. And
1: some of the really fun things about being awkward and things like that, too. But, you know, it... <laughs> It it can transport you back or make change your your outlook and how you feel and that was, you know, that sixty seconds of playing mm-hmm. the fight song, for me was was that.
0: It's interesting that you say that because I I have the opportunity to talk to other musicians across the country and um and they they um tell that same experience they share that same experience where they talk about the first time the kids are able to actually play together mm-hmm. and how it's not just i mean it's not just a thing for them like oh my goodness this is closer to normal mm-hmm. but you know they see it in the kids there's there's a greater appreciation from the students this year that they're actually able to do this together again and yeah. um and it's not just there it's it's in the classrooms as well i've talked to other teachers where Kids are just grateful to be back in school with each other and with their teachers. Right now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sure how long this honeymoon's going (laughs) to last. But for right now, what teachers are telling me is that it's lasted quite a while, and um, that kids just want that want to get that back to
1: normal. Well, I know our students are really uh, are really working well together, social distanced, Mm -hmm. wearing masks. I'm not. It it still has its challenges, and I don't want to say that it's the end all because it is, right. you know, um, it, it's really odd teaching um, and working with students and all you can see is their eyes. You have to read, you have to try to read everything through their eyes, mm-hmm. whether they're understanding what you're saying, whether they're following along. Um, and that's a challenge. That's really rough. And it, and they have to do that too for us. They have mm-hmm. to be able to read what we're saying. And so I try to smile with my eyes as much as I can, you know, if it's, mm-hmm. if, um, uh, if I'm trying to give encouragement or whatever, um, and even if I'm just greeting someone. Right. Um, so it it's just, it, it's very, very different. And since campus shut down in the spring, um, you know, it was a time where we weren't even allowed in our building or in our offices. So we didn't really experience that back in the spring. We, we've only had that in the fall where you're walking around campus, everybody has a mask, mm-hmm. it's you can't shake hands and... And all that. So we haven't met with the full band together. Um, we've been meeting in, in sections, and um, but, but that's the beauty of having those four standalone productions in that we're using different personnel mm-hmm. with the four section or four uh, segments, and so that's cool. Uh, it it allows them uh, maybe an off day ever so often to try to help keep up with their work. Uh, with the other school work. Um, so, it, and we're able to do things a little differently than we would in the stadium. And okay. performing in front of 90,000 people, were, we're bringing it down, making it more intimate. We'll be able to use video to edit things and we'll be able to focus on, you know, maybe a smaller group of performers or even an individual performer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the show is, or the the segments, each of them are put together with that in mind. So we'll see how it goes we're going to do we're going to record one of the segments this next week oh okay so that'll give us an indication of of hopefully we're on the right track because we've never this is this is designing building and flying the plane <laughs> all at the same time this is not something that any of us have done before
0: well and that's interesting because we I, I had to sit in a meeting today of, of a bu- with a bunch of musicians and we all talked about the fact that you know this this whole situation, the whole pandemic and everything, um, is either an opportunity to make us insanely crazy, or it's the greatest opportunity that's been dropped in our laps. There's a lot of
1: creativity going to, on.
0: Yeah, to do some things that maybe we've always wanted to do, or to do things differently, or or whatever. But you know, the one thing that that jumped out at me at the very beginning when you were talking was, um, you know. Your show is reflective of um, you know working together and leaning on each other and all of those things, and that made me think of the whole thing that where I feel like i i my job is partly as a cheerleader and I think that um a lot of teachers or people working with teachers um, we we're, we're finding our roles changing a little bit, that where we may have been all focused on the job or we're, we were focused mm-hmm. on the music or the creating of the show or whatever it might happen to be, or the lesson plans. Now we're focused on the people.
1: Yes. And it's that,
0: a completely different different way of looking at and it. And as
1: I've been encouraging my students, uh, I ask them, you know, how are you? And I, I talk to them about it, you know, we're really good. When I say we, I mean the royal we. Mm-hmm. Most of us, if someone asks you, how are you, you know, you see them in the hallway or whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And then Good. that's it. Yeah. And you and you may not be fine. You know, I um I don't feel like I've been fine for a while, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to get right. out of it. And but I've been encouraging my students, like, look, when I ask you, I I genu- I genuinely want you to tell me. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to not be.
0: Exactly. It's, and it's okay
1: to say you're not.
0: In fact, it's normal not to be at this point. Absolutely, you know, everybody's kind of been shaken off their foundations a little bit, and and yeah. um, you know, we like our routines and and we like feeling safe and we like right. knowing what's coming up and that kind of thing. And it's um and it's just this—you never know. I mean, we've had more discussions in in groups and and between us. It's it's like flexibility is the key word. Yes, and for those of us who are type A planners, that makes us crazy because <laughs> we musicians need to are know. planners. We need to know what's next on the agenda. But I, you're right; we're focusing on the people. Yeah,
1: and I know you know our podcasts don't sound like we plan them. We don't, but it, but we are planners. I mean, that's, when we when I say we again, but uh, the the faculty and staff that I work with with the university band. Mm-hmm. We have a system every year. This is when we start camp. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We come out of camp. We know how to do this stuff and we start performing it. And that was absolutely thrown out the window. Yeah. I have been experiencing the teaching live and Zoom simultaneously.
0: I've only gotten to watch that. So and, you'll have to share how that It's not a big class.
1: I mean, it's <clears throat> a class of eight students, they're music education students, and uh, it's a marching band techniques class. That I'm meeting right now, and I'm getting ready to shift to a new class in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, but I've had five, generally five students that have been live in the classroom and then three via Zoom. Mm-hmm. I've given the students the option.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, you can be live in the classroom or you can be Zoom. Um, it, where I find it to be obviously the clunkiest is when you're trying to get students involved in discussion. Yes. And, you know, I I almost have to turn to the the students who are on Zoom, and what I do is I I use the screen in front of the the classroom, and I have my desktop um, projected on that screen so you can see the students that are remote. So if I'm sitting in the classroom, I can see my classmates that are, uh, and they can see us. There's a camera set up that pans out through the whole room, Mm -hmm. so they can see who's there and they can see who's speaking. Um. so but that's the clunkiest thing I almost have to turn to them I, I call them the zoom land <laughs> I say so those of you in zoom land do you have a do you have a thought about this I, I have to I have to do it that way mm-hmm. it, if I just ask general a question they just it, it's sit. harder for them to just yeah. click in and talk and mm-hmm. and all that but
0: and we're finding that in in meetings and things too I think being seasoned teachers, the key is having the right questions, you know, just knowing what to ask yes. and how to ask yeah. it to get kids engaged or adults, for that matter, engaged. And so they want to share and they want to, well, you know, know, to it, collaborate.
1: In Zoom meetings, I Uso now regularly check out. Yeah. Um, I've started a new thing, though. Every Zoom meeting we have, we have a, a staff meeting once a week. and. So, every zoom meeting now, I pick a different virtual background um and I try to make it reflect what's going on. We just heard you know last week that football was going to start next month, so I had a football themed video going behind me hmm. during the zoom meeting. That's there was one striking. that i had a one I had a stress ball and a fidget spinner, mm-hmm. so the stress ball was sitting on top of the fidget spinner, and the fidget spinner <laughs> was spinning, and it just looped over and over and over again. One was the beach it was video from one of our trips to california so it was newport beach in the background the oh, water nice yeah it's anyway mm-hmm. i try to do that and that's that's kind of my thing but uh and then i also have um i have toys and things on my desk so mm-hmm. um puzzles and stuff a slinky so i'll get that going during the meeting to try to stay you know somewhat focused
0: yeah Unlike what what you're doing right now, because they're completely like you're away from the topic. But um, I'm really good
1: at taking a you know yeah little I know walk around. Well,
0: and those are really I mean to kind of get back on. Those are really kind of a form of self care, really, because they're they're yeah. kind of distractions and they're they're um fun and you know there's nothing wrong with having fun during this time. I mean the truth is we kind of feel like all the fun's been Trying sucked to. out of what what we're doing so it is nice to to get silly once in a while and right do some of those things right yeah i don't do that but you know that's more your personality so it is yes it is so um other than craziness and music education um anything else you want to share with our lovely listeners before we
1: i don't know i think um something this summer i went ahead and did something that that i've been talking about for years and years
0: mm-hmm.
1: i've always wanted to have
0: yeah
1: a two-seater sports car
0: oh my always
1: wanted to have a two-seater sports car maybe we can do if in the future mm-hmm. we could do a podcast live from the car that would be fun oh, or even a portion of it we could record while we're in the mm-hmm. car but uh yeah so my self-care has been <laughs> going out and spending money on a car and uh I know, several years ago, I would leave work early to go ride my bike or something. And now I just, I leave the office to go drive my car somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> find an excuse to drive it. Oh, my gosh. And we've been having some perfect convertible weather, let me tell you. It's
0: been so, nice. And yeah. we've actually had people say things to us because now we both have a convertible. And we live in Nebraska, which is just really a bizarre
1: thing. It's kinda of weird, you know, have two convertibles. But
0: we've had people say things to us, hmm, two convertibles. Okay. Like well, we're like we're slightly strange. I
1: finally decided that you couldn't be the only one to have a cool mm-hmm. car. I I it's had to
0: true.
1: I had to throw my throw my hat in the ring and
0: Hey, I'm grateful. Goodness. You know, they say, you know, Men have, like, their midlife crisis, and, and yours was to go back to graduate school. That's
1: right. It could have been a sports car.
0: Could have been a sports car, but you held off on that sports car. That means car. I'm
1: living to be 120.
0: There you go. So <laughs> <laughs> that car better last that long, too. Um, but but it's, I, I, can't, I can't say that it's not a fun car.
1: But I would encourage people, if there's something that you've, if, that you've wanted to do, and it, it brings you joy, Yes. do it.
0: God, yeah, don't put it as off. As long
1: as no one get hurt, gets hurt. It's, yeah,
0: no. life is too short yes. to not have fun. Right. I mean, you can still... You know, I'm and not it is saying, a, it's a thing. You it know? is a, a thing. A car is
1: a thing. Mm-hmm. But we get to go out and get ice cream and stuff in it and spend time together. We do. It's an ice cream car. Yeah. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> I did have a friend of mine ask if if you actually allowed me to have ice cream in your car.
1: It has to have a lid on it. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be something you eat with a spoon.
0: No. Yes.
1: It, If we're driving, if we're driving, yes, and you have to take all your trash with you when you get out of the car,
0: I'm very appreciative of the fact that you allow me to have ice cream. There are rules, (laughs) there are
1: rules. This is this is true, serious stuff.
0: But, but going back to that, you're exactly right. You know, I think that over the years, as not to get all all maudlin here, but this whole self care thing, um, you know, I've seen too many people, um, gone at an early age, I've seen people who. You know have worked and worked and worked their whole lives and and doing the right things and being frugal and all those things and then it's done and they never got to experience some really cool stuff in their lives and it's not just the things but it's what you do go places with do things. things be with people yeah exactly so yeah. I'm having fun with you in your car
1: all right. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. There's nobody I'd rather have fun in my car with.
0: <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it.
1: I think we're wrapping it up.
0: I think we are.
1: Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of On Another Note with Doug.
0: And Judy. Thanks for listening to On Another Note with Doug and Judy.
1: You can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. We love hearing from listeners If you'd like to contact us, maybe have a suggestion for an upcoming episode, please email us at onanothernotewithdougandjudy at gmail.com.